Do summer projects your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. With free delivery on over 2 million items, you can make the most of summer grilling and dig into gardening. Plus, get same-day delivery on thousands of products like power tools and storage to tackle any last-minute garage project. Summer your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the January 1st, 2018 edition of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher, getting ready to break down some waiver wire action. With me to do so is Dr. A, Steve Alexander. Merry New Year! How's it going, man? Happy New Year! Yeah. It's a crazy time of the year for me, dude. We got Christmas on the 25th, my birthday on the 27th, and New Year's Eve on the 31st, and New Year's Day on the 1st. Got the dogs playing today. The Falcons had a big game yesterday, and I'm just like, it's hard to it's hard to dial in. Hard That's to dial right. In I forgot you had happy year. birthday. I forgot you had your birthday just pass. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah, you're uh, my birthday's tomorrow. Is it really? Yeah, I'm January second, which I will go down to my grave saying is the worst day to have a birthday. It's like, oh, it's New Year's Eve. Let's have a fun time. Oh, it's New Year's Day. Let's watch football. Chill. Have a good time. It's January 2nd. Let's go back to school. Let's go back to work. Like, it's, it's just a bad birthday. But it's okay. Yeah, it's not, it, I, I would say we both uh, got dealt some, some shady cards in the birthday game. <laughs> yeah, I was supposed to be born on... I was a big baby. I was supposed to be born on Christmas. I was like a 10-pound baby. So, <laughs> shout out to Shelly Gallagher. What's up? <laughs> okay, shout so... Out, shout out to Glenn Davis. <laughs> nice. Big baby. We got you. Um, okay, so let's start off with, like, we are apparently tied, whether we like it or not, to Marquise Chris, and he has three straight games, and we're going to talk waiver wire here, so Marquise Chris, like, I cu- I was like, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, and I picked him up almost everywhere, like, I have pretty much 80% Marquise Chris shares right now. So I'm back, baby. Um, just when, like I said on Saturday with with Strobe, just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. So I'm back with Marquise Chris, and I'm not like saying he's back, back, but like this is a fun. It's 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 an adventure, man. Um, so what do you think about Marquise Chris? Um, like, yeah, I'll just hand it well, to you there. I'll, I'll tell you, it's it's been like you said, it's kind of fun because we're tied. We're so tied to him, and if somebody took quotes from all of our podcasts throughout this year and and just did Marquise Chris you and I you and I would probably be committed to an insane asylum right because it's it goes from rants of you have to own Chris he's got too much upside <laughs> you can't possibly let him go to this guy is garbage get him off your team to oh we're kind of back in with Chris again. <laughs> like, he he is the Ant Rand of our generation. He and, is, and he's just up and down. He, there's so much potential there. There's so much upside. You know all the all the terms apply to this guy, and he's been so underwhelming all season. Uh, 
he'll go from one game, he'll look like he's spry and has energy and he's getting ready to come on, and then he'll disappear for a week. So um, it's kind of funny. I, he This is the waiver wired podcast, and he is not in this week's waiver wired column. And it's funny because I get a tweet from one guy, and he's like, why isn't Chris <laughs> – in the waiver wire column, I want to pick him up. Should I cut Julius Randle or whoever? And then another guy's like, I'm so done with Chris. Thank you for not talking about him anymore. So it, it's just, he is a ball of everything. He's a trigger, man. Like If you play fantasy hoops, you, you know Marquise Chris, man. Even DFS too. Like, and even when I've... Even when I've buried him this year, at the end of every time I bury him, I put the, the little disclaimer in there. Even though I just buried him, I would not be at all surprised if he goes crazy in the second half of the season. I just wouldn't be. Yep, yep. I was out. I was out, and I'm I'm back now. So I'm pretty tied to him. I haven't been thirty man. Not coincidentally, my thirty man team is doing a lot better thanks to that man. But um, yeah. Uh, again, he he looks. Like, a player, man. I'm not sure. And I mentioned this on Saturday. Like, after the Friday game, he was on on air on the Suns broadcast. And, like, he just, his disposition and just the way he was speaking was just, like, different to me. So, I'm not sure if I'm, like, I don't I don't know. Like, it's it's like love. I can't really describe it. We're getting, <laughs> so, ready. We're getting ready to start week 12. And I'm guessing that Chris has been in at least seven waiver wired columns, if not good. eight. And, he, he's and the he biggest tease, man. If I would have had him in this one, he would have sucked yesterday. Yeah. So, I mean, you, I can't win with Marquise Chris right now. It's, and unlike you, I have not. I've been too birthdayed, Christmas, New Year's up to to go and pick him up everywhere. But I'm sure he's sitting out there on some wires in my leagues. I might go grab him after this podcast. Yeah, I, yeah, like I, I dropped him in a couple. Most notably, I dropped... I I basically flipped. I picked up Markeith Morris and the league we're in together, the charity stripe league. I dropped him for Markeith on like Tuesday, and then I flipped it on Sunday morning and I picked him back up. So no one picked, no one wavered him. I was kind of happy to see that. Like I actually, I meant to pick him up on Saturday night, and yeah. So I think I destroyed uh, Mr. Tommy Beer in a charity stripe this week. My charity stripe team is, whew. It's an injury riddle. Yeah, man. You and solved. I both are. I have Oladipo, who's finally... Let's talk about Oladipo real quick, the injury there. Um, we saw the Pacers play yesterday. They got whooped on. Only yeah, they 90 were points. Yeah, they Lance, have... Miles, and ugh. Yeah, Miles is bad. 0-5. 1-1 uh, from the line. So that that was not good. But they still got two blocks. Like Being the league leader in blocks alone, for me, makes you a top 25 player. Um, and Turner's Turner's good, man. Like, th- that's another guy we're really tied to. Um, this isn't really waiver wired, but um, I'll hand it to you here. What do you think about the Pacers? Um, Sabonis has been. I, I I'll take the L on Sabonis. I thought he was going to be bad, but he's been pretty good. Yeah, I'll take the W on Sabonis. I stuck <laughs> with him. He's been pretty good. Um, Lance Stevenson was straight balling, dude. Um, and then he, he really didn't do much yesterday. I had him in FanDuel and he was, he was really the weak link of my team. And the reason I, I didn't beat the guy I was playing against, but, um, I like Lance as long as Oladipo's out. I think you have to love Lance, right? Yeah. Um, uh, again, that big double, double last week. So yeah, he looks pretty good. Um, 
But it was pretty much a garbage fest. Um, the Pacers were blown out for this entire game up until the fourth quarter. They scored th- 32 in the, four- in the fourth from Mr. Joe Young, who, have you ever seen the movie Orgasmo, by chance? <laughs> yeah, so we're bringing, um, up, we're bringing that up. I have seen it on my paper, my, you know, my pay, HBO or whatever. I've seen it. It's on so a- funny. Well, the, the, guy is, the, guy, the, the main character's name is, is uh, Joe Young, and I always think of him. Uh, whenever I write or talk or think about him. So, anyways, um, yeah. anything you want to add to that one? No, I, I think we're good. That's do you right. want to? Do you want to speak a little bit about all the enjoyment you got out of the high-scoring NBA action? Okay, on so yeah, we talked about this before we hopped on the podcast. So my friend and I, my good friend, I'm cracking my knuckles. See if I can crack. There you go. Over the microphone, and <laughs> and um, yeah, it was hundred-dollar league. 12 person he won it and he was coming over like oh yeah we're gonna hang out and um yeah i whooped him man uh we we bet on a bunch of games on it was basically like i had basically like all overs i had over on the 76ers game over on the mavs game over on the lakers houston game and i had houston once twice and then also had an overtime like it, it, like double overtime. Like I, 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 I won like, I won every bet. We made like eight or nine bets. I won all of them. Like it was. Well, just, I'm gonna say so that I feel I feel bad for your boy because, you know, winning a fantasy football league is work, and it, it's not just like a day's work. It's like a whole year of work, and it, to flush that all down the toilet yeah. uh, on New Year's Eve is is a tough pill to so swallow. So bad, man. I felt, I felt bad. Like obviously, we went out and chilled, and he he, I, I made it a little bit worth his while. But um, I I don't know why people bet. Like I'm not trying to sound like a a, a D, but like, why bet? Why would you bet against me in basketball, right? You know, like I I kind of know my stuff, but um. <laughs> Yeah, he he got swept, man. Like, had I taken that to an eighteen, if I did an eight game parlay in Vegas, I could, I probably, I would have made out. But my poor friend, man, he lost every bet he made against me. Dude, if you would have done an eight game parlay in Vegas, you could retire. I know but you would, but you wouldn't. Yeah, I know. I, I right here on New Year's Day. Quick, it- quick thing too. I did um I did a ten team parlay in Vegas when I was there. Um, well, two times ago when I was there. And I picked like a bunch of long shots, right? And this was basically the Andrew Luck breakout game. And I was like, oh, the Packers, it was Packers Colts at Colts. And I was like, okay, I'll throw that in there and sweeten the pot a little bit. And that busted me, dude. Like, I would have won probably like two grand. But thanks to Andrew Luck beating the Packers that one day, that screwed me over. Parlays are tough, man. They are so hard, man. I don't. I'm and very. If you play any gambling, don't play parlays, man. Like they're the Marquis Chris is the parlays of life. He really is. Back in the day, I really got into teasing parlays. Yeah, man. Oh, uh, you're like, oh, you can knock seven points off the spread. Yeah, let's go. This is easy. Yeah, and still not that easy. Yeah, like they're not. They're right. not fun. Um. I guess Tyus Jones just quickly, like he's added already. Like I, I really don't know even what to say. Like Tyus Jones is owned already. There's really nothing to say there. I, I mean, it, it, shockingly, when I wrote waiver wire, he was only owned in thirty percent of Yahoo leagues. Yeah, I saw it was like 
nine or t- eleven or something percent in ESPN. Like, come on, dude. Like, the, just, those numbers are terrible. Terrible. But yeah, I mean, Tyus Jones, Ish Smith. I mean, both those guys. You have to own them. Biombo. Biombo is an automatic, and Biombo's been surprisingly. He's uh, been awesome, man. Fun, man. What a what a great yeah. Role. And uh, I've been rolling him in DFS, and he's been he's been crushing. He's three for three, pretty much, man. Like, well, I, mean, I, I had. Like, we, go ahead. We talked about when Vooch went down. You know, Vooch is out with a um, with a broken hand, and when he went down, we talked about the fact there's nobody else on that team that can play center except for him. Yep. And he's getting all, almost all the minutes, and he's playing. He's playing good. He's he's must own in my book. Yeah, he's been great, man. Uh, again, three for three, really. If you if you picked him up, and in my league with Strope and Jonas and Jared, and it's it's pretty competitive. And I picked up Biombo before even Vooch was in the locker room. <laughs> like I ran to get him, and um, he's been just terrific, man. Um, you know, and while we're talking about centers and, and Biombo, you know, I get a lot of questions. You know, should I cut Julius Randle to pick this guy up? Julius Randle went bonkers yesterday. I guess as we can just segue into the Lakers here, but um, what's your take? What, what's your take on Randle? Yeah, the starting thing's huge. Um, basically, pushing Bogut more or less out. Obviously, the overtimes helped him tremendously. But yeah, like we said, um, the moment he was announced as a starter was the moment like you have to make sure he's owned. Um, eight man, even eight man. Um, and Strope was kind of anti Randall on Saturday when we did the pod. And I was, I was like, I, I and I'm not like pro pro Randall, but I, I actually would consider this a sell high moment, man. Like I'm not quite sold on this 29, 15, six in one block game. So yeah, again, he, he should be owned, but I don't buy this weekend, man. Like uh, Lopez is going to come back and kill him. They have basically four options at center. That's bad. We don't like that. So I, I'm like I well, said, and, I, and I would say it's a sell high. And there's three power three power forwards at all. Yeah, play, he doesn't so. play. He he. Um, last time I calculated, it was like ten ten or eleven days ago or something. He was only seventy seventy five percent center. And then it, and it's probably gone down since Lopez. So it's probably like 80% center, 20% power forward. So you're pretty much tied to the center thing. And again, this, this center thing's a mess. So I don't know. I'm not, like I said, I'm, I would, I'm not quite buying this recent surge. I, I like him. I, I'm, I own him quite a bit. Uh, I'm not, haven't really thought about dropping him. It seems like I always have somebody bad to cut. And I, I, I don't find myself in a situation where I'm like, Ooh, do I cut Julius Randall to pick up Ish Smith? That I usually have somebody worse than Julius Randall to cut. So I don't, I don't really have to worry about it too much. Mm-hmm. Apparently some people, Julius Randall's their worst player. I'm guessing in an eight team league, that might be the case. So, um, it's tough, but yeah, with you, as long as he's starting for them, you gotta, you gotta own him. But would you say that he's so like? How do you feel about when Lopez comes back, who's doing on court work already? Do you have do you, do you believe in him? And like after the All Star break, I kind of don't. Is what I'm saying. Um. Again, it depends on who I would who else I would have to cut. But 
I mean, yeah, things are going. I mean, he's in the perfect situation right now with Brolo down. Uh, Kuzma's right. banged up. Uh, Bogut is as old as I am. And it, it's just kind of an ideal situation for, for Randall right now. So, yeah, this you might be able to sell Randall right now and get a get a pretty good player back. Like, you could package Randall with another guy and maybe get an Oladipo from, a, from somebody who's dealing with injuries. No way. If I saw it's someone like, send me some like, Julius Randall and somebody else for like, he'd have to be. I I don't even know who I would like. DeRozan off the top of my head, DeRozan and Randall for Oladipo. I'd say hard no, and I would blast them on the message board for that. Yeah, but I could see I could see people accepting DeRozan and a healthy Randall for an unhealthy Oladipo yeah, right now. Yeah, I can see it. I think people do that. people who well the thing is man. People who drafted Oladipo were smart. Like everyone who's everyone who has Oladipo on their team is I guarantee you everyone who has Oladipo is a smart fantasy player. I guarantee it. Like look in your league, if you don't have Oladipo, I bet you someone who is like in first or second has him. Besides me in that other league who I'm hurt all the time. <laughs> but like Oladipo is Oladipo's awesome. He is. So quickly in Old Depot again. Going back to this, like, are we okay with this? This is a little. Con- it's only knee contusion. So, like, what are we? What are our thoughts there? I mean, it's like a a bruise. It yeah. shouldn't be a deal. Yeah, every t- past two years, man, quads and knees. The quad contusion is like the 2017 injury of the year. Like Cody Zeller had it. It was lingering. Kawhi is like the poster child. <laughs> um, my my boy Wayne Selden also had it, man. Quad, quads are the 2017 injury, so go away. Um, okay, so let's talk about my other boy. That's Josh Hart, baby. Balled the f out. 26 points. Called it. Um, I said pick him up for the Sunday Monday back to back, and he went off, man. I'm I'm pumped for Josh Hart, man. I love him. Yeah, I I um. I mean, I'm I like him. I just I I have some trust issues and don't really know how he fits uh, when everybody's healthy. He but. is he he gets the road game tonight at Minnesota, so he's gonna probably ball out tonight, and then three home games. So the KCP factor is huge there. But yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about Hart there, and yeah, Kuzma's beast like. Uh, and then obviously Tyler Ennis. Tyler Ennis, man, I did not see that coming at all. See, I'm I, I'm more into Tyler Ennis right now than I am Josh Hart, which okay. is weird. Yeah, is I weird. I don't know, man. I don't I don't buy that twenty. Like mad props to anyone who used him in DFS or streamed him yesterday. That was just I didn't see that coming. I thought they were going to play Clarkson heavy, and yeah. So yeah, I'm rolling him again today. He probably suck, but. I'm I'm doing it. Yeah, the Wolves are playing better defense, but he he looks pretty good. So yeah, just I I would probably say dial him up. Uh, Ju- Julius Randle against Carl Anthony Towns' lack of defense, I think, is is enticing tonight. Yeah, that's that's big. Um, if Randle, this is a big springboard opportunity for him. If you can kind of go off there. Um, so let's talk some Mavs, I guess. Uh, well, we're kind of talking Sunday. A lot went down. DSJ. Yeah. 
Truth, our boy, man. Uh, a lot of people hate us for Marquise Chris, Tareen Prince, and DSJ, all of whom have kind of gone off. Um, I don't but, think people hate us. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying... For DSJ like, and Prince, but uh, I, there was some anger. They may hate us for Chris. I, it's true. I, I hate us for Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of self self loathing. I know, man. Like whenever I whenever I'm in my worst moments, I'm like oh, I pick like I want to beat down on myself. Like ah, oh, Marquise Chris, I why did I pimp that guy? And, <laughs> but and DSJ, DSJ's yeah, DSJ's been been pretty rough as well, and we, and we were high. I mean, he was so hyped, not only by us but everybody. Mm. Uh, but you know, DSJ went crazy the other day. Torian Prince went crazy the other day. Marquise Chris is coming on. It's a new year. Let's go, baby. Mm. Josh Richardson, what's up? Jamal Murray also. Cut, cut, oh, I want to get, like, so many people rip me for Jamal Murray. What's up now, son? Jamal Murray is going <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, that's that's a lot of bent-up frustration. But, like, you know, I'm dropping, people are, like, at me because I have my brand tied so tight to Jamal Murray. Like, got you, son. Jamal Murray. Dude, I don't really, up. I don't really have any problems with, with what we what we I did we actually i we're kind of like patting ourselves on the back here it's 2018 we want to feel good <laughs> like i feel pretty good about how we've prepared for the season jamal murray is i mean he's a he's like i pl- i plug him in a dfs lineup his price is super high and it doesn't bother me i just roll with him because i know he's gonna ball out and then josh richardson has been really good he was another guy that every night every night he's balling we were catching a lot of heat about like all the guys that were sucking in November sort of turned it around mid mid December, uh, late December, and it's 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 nice to see that happening. Let's just hope they keep it going. But patience is a virtue. Hey man, don't, right, what, don't, don't what cast that. Talk? Don't put don't put the doubt at the end of that sentence, man. I'm gonna edit <laughs> that out, son. <laughs> um, anyways, back to the Mavs. Um. So, okay, so let's talk DSJ real quick. What are our thoughts here, man? I know people are dropping him in, like, shallow leagues. And we always said this from day one. Like, he's going to start slow. And he's coming on, man. Triple-double. And played really well down the stretch the other day. Yesterday. Um, I'm, I don't think he's going to be... I, I don't think he's going to be top 50. Which is kind of what we were hoping for. But he's going to be pretty close, man. Like... I don't think, again, this is kind of like the old Epo thing. Like, whoever drafted DSJ in your league has a kung fu grip on him. Like, he's not going to trade him. But on the off chance he wasn't, then, yeah, maybe see what's up. Yeah, I mean, he's young, he's learning, he's a rookie. I mean, he should only get better from here to the end of the season. So I, I'm I'm sticking with him. I've, I own him everywhere. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Um, anything, um, also Salah Mejri kind of is turning, and also, uh, Dwight Powell also, um, if you picked up Dwight Powell like seven games ago, you're probably pretty happy. He's been awesome in field goal percentage. Um, defensive stats are kind of there, rebounds. He's been basically like Boban. Like he's been, like what I wanted Boban to be is what Dwight Powell's been. Off the bench big, filling in. That second unit has been awesome. Um, basically... Dirk plus the second unit guys has been one of the best units in basketball. So, do you have any interest in that? In that, in like in a sixteen fourteen team for Dwight or Measury? Um, I'm more I'm more in the Dwight camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I would play 
I've played Dwight a few times in DFS this year, and he's actually come through. Yeah, last he's been great, man. Uh, so yeah, I, I kind of like Dwight Powell. Sala, uh, I'm, I, uh, I don't have a problem with measure. And like you said, he's, he's the Boban, uh, clone that we hoped Boban would be. So, uh, if you swung and missed on Boban, which I did, that's, that's my, I'm, I'm taking the big, big, big L on that one by a mile. Then go get you some measure and put yourself out of your misery. <laughs> I like it. I see what you did there. That's um, <laughs> um, what about JJ Barea, dude? Can you believe he has been this good? I, he's I been can't awesome. Believe... He's been great. Like, um, I, if you play him in DFS, nine times out of ten, you're happy. Yeah, maybe higher than that. Like he's maybe like nineteen out of twenty. But yeah, he has his role, and he's been really phenomenal in that. So yeah, he's probably owned in most of your leagues and. Where he's owned where he should be owned, I would assume. But um, yeah, I don't know. He's he's been awesome, man. Like the Ma- the Mavs aren't as bad as we think they are. Big win yesterday. Um, and by the way, man, I said this on Saturday, dude. Tank properly, man. Sam Hinkie is, as people would say, rolling over at his grave. Uh, Sam Hinkie is alive and well, but. Dude, tank properly, man. <laughs> These teams, like the Hawks are winning games, the Mavs are winning games. Come on now. Tank <laughs> it up, dog. Play play some Nunnally. Play my boy Jakar Samson. Come on. I'm tanking right. Yep. No? You're right. You got nothing? Nothing. My excitement doesn't... My, my tanking excitement doesn't get you going? Well, I mean, you. I mean, is there much more to say? If you're going to tank, Tank it up. Yeah. I mean, tank like the Hawks tank, man. I mean, but I'm saying the, tank, the Hawks aren't tanking that well. They they had a little winning streak there. They're still first, but first for the lottery. But they're close yeah. If to you're that, tanking, man. they won, won the last tanking, game. If you're tanking, you don't want to go on three game winning streaks. Yeah, like um, like they say in Breaking Bad, man. No half measures. You know, <laughs> got to go full full tank. Don't. Like I said, play sign Nunnally right now, and Jakari Sampson. Maybe you could pull him from the Kings. Like, what's up? Okay, so we're moving on to the Clippers game. Um, interesting stuff. It sounds like, by the way, props for Austin Rivers from being back healthy. He's like, he's kind of like almost Davis Anthony. That is where like he gets hurt a little bit and he comes back and plays well. So, what are your, what's your take on this? Milos has been pretty much a straight all threes for shooting. Assists are there. I, I'm, a Mi, I'm a Milos guy, obviously. Uh, but where are you at on this Clippers front with Blake back now? Well, I've been a Rivers guy all year. Um, yeah, you are. You're, you're, you're Mr. Rivers of pretty much the whole Rotoro crew. I am, I am the Doc Rivers of Rotoro. <laughs> I love my son. Um, he's had a pretty good season, man. He's been playing really well. And Milos, I'm a Milos guy too, but Rivers doesn't have to play point guard. and He plays three uh, positions, which is my, right up my alley. I love that. Yeah, I mean, he, he plays all the wings and, and, and all the guards. And... He's he's just looked really good all year, man. Um, he loves to shoot threes. 
I love threes. And as long as Rivers is healthy, I'm down. And I'm with you. I thought when he first got hurt that this could be an extended time off for him. But um, he bounced back quick, and he's he's ready to roll. So he's probably sitting out on a lot of waiver wires right now. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, what else do you think about? Um, like, so Wes Johnson, who's probably going to start, maybe. Um, C.J. Williams surprisingly played 34 minutes in the last game, in which, by the way, I won. Sorry, Brian, my friend. Um, Cooper's, Cooper's minus two was, was money. I was pretty excited about that bet. <laughs> but, yeah, he's he's interesting. Obviously, Lou Williams is... I don't There's really nothing to say. Like, the Clippers are who they are. They're going to have... Blake play minutes and do do production. DeAndre's going to rebound, maybe block a couple shots. Austin's going to be okay. Rivers is going to ball out. Uh, I'm sorry, Williams is going to ball out. Like I don't know. There's anything you want to add? To, like, the Clippers are. Is Lou are. Williams one of the uh, best value picks of the year? You think he has to be? Yes. Yeah, uh, Matt Strope has him in thirty minutes. He Matt Strope has him everywhere. So massive. Yeah, forty. Yeah, forty yesterday, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yeah, so that's definitely like if you picked up Lou Williams, that's yeah. I, I'm not quite buying this Lou Williams. So like if we're drafting today, I I'm not quite sold on him going forward. But where do you think he is going forward? Like I I, I if we're picking today, I'd probably say like fifty five. I was gonna say fourth round. So what's that? Forty eight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somewhere between 40 and, and 55 sounds good to me. Right, but I mean, he's playing I'm, really good. I don't know where he's – he's not really going to go away, I don't think. He's he was kind of quiet, though, earlier in the season, man. Like, now that Blake's back and Rivers will come back, he's. I think he's going to take a little – like, he's still going to be awesome, must-start kind of stuff, but I would, I would I think he's overproducing. Um. I don't know. I kind of feel like he's been doing it for long enough that, yeah, he's probably a sell-high guy. Um, but if you keep him, I, I think he's still going to hold value and, and you know be a, a nice part of your team. Right. No, I'm, that's what I'm saying. He's going to be fine. But, I mean, you look at his October numbers. We're going off a six-game sample. 22.3 minutes, 13.2 points. Like, that concerns me, you know. So and then when Blake went down and all these guys went down, he just went off. So well, and I think a lot of it is probably tied to uh, to freaking Gallinari too. Right, that's true too. They do run three guards a ton. Like I said, Rivers plays three positions, and that's part of the reason. So, but yeah, again, he, Gall- he's not going. He's Gallinari ever comes back and is healthy. Then that that's when. I worry a little bit about Rivers and Williams, but as long as Gallo's hurt, I think those two are good to go. Yeah, I mean, but you look at his numbers. So, okay, let's let's quickly on this one. 34 minutes a game in December, 25 points per game, 6 assists, 3.4 threes, 7.4 free throw attempts, 89% made. Like, I'm not, but my point being, I'm not buying that. I'm like, if you told me that, I'm not doing it. But if you told me, okay, you could have Lil Williams at 18 points, three assists, 
and whatever right. else. Like I'm buying that Lou Williams. I'm not buying twenty five point per game Lou Williams. Correct. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So so where are you at? Like eighteen, you think going forward or what? Yeah, I, I, I haven't at eighteen. I, I, think, I don't have him at twenty. I think he can eighteen. I don't think he'll average more than eighteen. Okay. Alright, um, we had to talk about Nick Batum real fast. I, I just, I, I'll, I'll see what's up with you here. Um, Nick Batum has been kind of bad. I'm feeling, I don't know, I don't know. What do you think about Nick Batum? I, I don't really. I'm, I'm kind of off Batum. I think he's kind of just fringe. I, I like him. Um, I don't think he's fully healthy. I don't think we've seen the real Nicholas Batum this year. Uh, I could see him kind of uh, kind of going off in the second half of the season if he can stay healthy. I think I think he's a much better player than we've seen. I, I kind of like him as a buy low. I agree there, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's this elbow thing is really for a guy who doesn't get to like. I love guys who get to the rim. He's not doing that, so I don't know. I'm not a big fan there. Um, but yeah, he should be on obviously. Okay, so 76ers, big win in. Phoenix last night, um, they are. I'll, I'll let you go first in this one. Dar- Dario's been flamethrower, man. Dario's just killing everyone. Covington's back. Um, ben Simmons had a big. He had twenty four seven seven eleven open all the time. Bit game seven eleven from the field, seven eleven from the line. Uh, 21, 9, 6, 3 steals, 3 blocks. Just huge, huge game. Made up for his disappointing game in Denver. Um, so, what do you think about... And also, Rashawn Holmes was not the backup big man. It was Amir Johnson again. So, what are your thoughts here? I mean, there's not a lot of waiver wire. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm saying, like, how do you feel about... Do you have, like, a take on any of these Sixers guys? Uh, I'm worried about Joel Embiid's hand. Uh, I'll say that. Uh, Robert Covington's been in a funk. I'm not really messing with him right now. Dario's homie so, Dario. So man, are you buying early oh Covington? Are you buying? Because I was kind of vehement about saying, like, I'm not buying this hot, hot Covington. And he's been cold. So do you think he's more cold Covington or hot Covington? Well, I think he's one or the other on any given week. When he's when he's hot and rolling, he's he's awesome and he's super fun to own. And when his shots not falling or he's not being aggressive and taking shots, then he's just blah. Yeah. So what do you think is the early Covington or a recent Covington? Do it. Pick mm-hmm. one. <laughs> I, I think he's banged up. I think he's. Yeah. I don't. I don't think he's. I don't think his hand is right. I think he's got a finger issue, and I think that's affecting his ability to score. And if Covington can't score, then Covington is going to be bad. Covington. So, um, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm down on him. I don't own him anywhere. I don't own Covington in a single league. Yeah, so either. When he sucks, I don't really notice it. And when he does well, I'm like, oh man, he went off. But I haven't said that in a while. So. It's, get it out, get it out, get it out. Been a lot of bad Covington. Uh, again, you mentioned the finger. I'm more concerned about the knee. Christmas Day didn't close because he had a big wrap on his knee and TJ McConnell closed for him. When I saw that, like, if you want to rip Covington, that's probably where you start. 
Um, this is the same that he had surgery on. I'm worried. Um, I, I would be a little concerned about Covington. I, I still think he's going to be awesome. Own him, obviously. But if you could sell him based on what he's done, like, point being, these first 30 games or whatever it is, like, they're better than they're going to be the next 30 games. Is kind of what I'm saying. Okay. Good? Yeah. Okay, so Memphis. Um, they have a lot of pickups if you're in a deep league. Um, I'm Mr. Kobe Simmons. Um, that's my boy. Career high 17. I was so pumped about that. And a little disappointing game. I uh, played 21 minutes. I think the minutes are there. Again, plays two positions off the bench. That's huge. Uh, Deontay Davis also has apparently leapfrogged Brandon Wright. So value there in deep leagues as well. Um, again, Memphis, we love bad. T- if you play in a deep league, you, basically, if you play in a deep league, you look at the teams in the bottom of the standings. That's pretty much what you have to do. And I like Kobe Simmons. I like Deontay Davis, both of whom I own in the 30-man league. Um, so keep an eye on those guys. Um, anything you want to add there? Um, Andrew Harrison's man. He's he's lame duck, dude. Like Get him out of there. Like I'm, Never mind. I'm, I, I, was gonna say I something had else. him written up for waiver wire just like as a he was like the last point guard i had and he's he's only five percent kobe and then i i really looked at his numbers and the only thing positive i can say about andrew harrison is that he starts for the grizzlies like he's bad dude he's terrible like a month and a half ago he was the worst player on defense from synergy based on man-to-man defense he was the worst so, out of, like, I'm talking, like, 250 he players. He doesn't really hand out many assists. He's just, he's bad. Yeah. And that, and that that is why Kobe Simmons is a guy that everybody should have their eye on. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. I, I, was, I am Mr. Backup Guard Grizzlies. Like, I was on Wayne Selden, and I missed that one. And now, hey, Wayne Selden's dead. Now I'm on Kobe Simmons. So, and Wayne Selden played yesterday, by the way. Uh, he looked good, too, by the way. So, yeah, keep your eye on Grizzlies one, but they're fun, man. Uh, I'm no, I want to see these young Grizzlies do some work and play their younger guys. Uh, again, that goes, like, let's tank it up. Let's let's shut Mike Conley down and let tank him get right. Got Tank you. But, they, but I don't think they're going to. They keep saying they're going to fight. That's just to appease Marcus Gasol, I think, right? I don't know what they're going to fight for. They had a terrible game. When you score 114 points and you see Marcus Gasol Mar- Mark scored seven points, like what? Yeah, it's bad. 0-2 from the line. Four blocks, though, so can't really be too mad. Okay, so uh, moving on to just Frank Nilakina really quick to close this up. Uh, apparently, Jeff Hornacek is, quote, looking at starting Nilakina, who's played really well, man. He's played 30 minutes per game pretty much, night in, night out, more or less, the past four or five games. Um, Jared Jack's been okay, though. Like, if you picked up Jared Jack in a 14 or a 16, man, you're probably dissatisfied. Again, a guy you're pretty much not tied to. So, like, if you saw Vooch go down, you would cut Jack for Piombo, which is a move I made. Um, so 
So what do you, what do you think about Neil Keenan? Or also Michael Beasley's been hot. They've been playing Chris Saps at the five a little bit more, which is cut into Ennis Cantor, who had kind of a down week. Anything you want to add there? Yeah, I was not surprised when Beasley kind of went crazy when Porzingis was out. I was surprised that Beasley has stayed relevant Yeah, uh, with Porzingis back. And I mean, Beasley made waiver wire this week. Um, he's still playing pretty well. He's getting decent minutes. And, I mean, he's a guy, like, if you own a Jeff Green or um, maybe a, what's his name? <laughs> Mike, uh, who's the, what's the guy's, I can't think of the guy's last name. Mike uh, on the Wizards. Mike Scott. Mike Scott, yeah, he's done. Yeah, so if you own one of those guys, if you had them when, when they were, well, Jeff Green had a big game the other day. But if you picked up Mike Scott when he was hot and you can cut him and get Beasley, I say do it. And as far as Frankie Smokes, uh, I kind of like him, man. He's only owned in 11% of leagues. Uh, if they do start him at point guard, I think uh, it's going to give him a boost. He still, I don't think he can ever, I don't think he's going to be able to shoot the ball well this year. And his field goal percentage is, is going to sting. But man, I think he's, I think he's going to have a lot of double digit assist games and some steals. And I kind of like, um, I kind of like his outlook as far as, uh, you know, pick him up, stash him, and, and hope that they start him and, and he has a big February. He's been pretty much – I called him the point guard version of Bismack Biombo. Like, he's a two-category player. He's going to give you pretty decent minutes. Um, obviously not starting, but, yeah, he looks good, man. Definitely trending up. Um, I think he's probably leapfrogged De'Aaron Fox – at least for like pickups for this year. Yeah. Uh, Fox has so. been, and had you said this, have we had this conversation in like, I don't even know, like November, like election day, November 11th or whatever it is. Like we would have said, what you're crazy. Like Fox is the man, but that hasn't really been the case, man. Fox has not been the man. I'd rather yeah. own Frankie. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of yeah. with a bullet, I guess. Um, that's good. Anything else you want to add? Um, the Nets, no. the Nets were kind of interesting. Do you have a take on Free Jared Allen, who is a little disappointing, I guess? But my man, twenty-two out of twenty out of twenty-two free throws in his last monthish. Um, I, I love Jared Allen. Free that man, please. Do it now. Uh, I like Jared Allen too. I I'll like him a lot better when he's free. I. I don't own Jared Allen anywhere. Um, he, he just he's sort of like he's sort of like John Collins on the Hawks, where we know it's there and they know it's there, but they they haven't really cut those guys loose yet. And I mean, it's time, man. It's 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 the new year. It's time to free Jared Allen and give John Collins thirty minutes a night. Yeah, and also uh, our boy, my boy particularly, Karis LeVert, dog you. What's up? Uh, uh, night after night, man. Love, Car- love, 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 love Karis LeVert. Like, yeah, Karis LeVert is in waiver word again. I think he's in there every week. Every every night, man. Every night he goes off, dude. Like how is how is he only owned in forty four percent of Yahoo leagues? Like he's I don't he's understand. amazing. I love like again. This guy's pop on tape. Karis pops on tape. He's he's awesome. Yeah, and he, he scored in double figures in every one of his December games except two of them. Yep. 
season he's been, high, uh, career uh, high for double-digit scoring games. And these assists. I mean, he, he's handing out so many assists. Like, he puts a guy like Andrew Harrison to shame. It's it's pathetic. Like, Dude, Karis LeVert. Karis LeVert should be owned in every league. He's so good, man. Put a cap on his December. 14.3 points. Four assists. Five rebounds. Uh, uh, Sorry, four rebounds, five assists, 1.3 steals, 1.6 threes, 49% from the field, 80%. Ugh, just ugh. I'm like too excited to talk about this, my boy. You. <laughs> Other All loud right. noises here now. And on that note, I yes. have a Rose Bowl I have to go watch. All right, so you guys take care. Merry New Year. And. Thanks for coming on, Steve. All right. We'll see you next week. With Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot, you can give your lawn or garden beds a pop of color and protection. Right now, get a special buy on Scott's Earth Grow Mulch, five bags for just $10. Help your soil retain moisture longer with color that lasts up to 12 months. Shop Memorial Day savings for a special buy on Scott's Earth Grow Mulch. Five bags for just $10 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.